Yo, everybody. Welcome back to the Performance for Life podcast. This is Jake, your co-host, Jake. This is Chris DeLeon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Move Weight. A.K.A. AKA I don't AKA. even know. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> A.K.A. I was trying to I think just, of something good. I AKA. just am. Yeah. <laughs> I just am. I am what I am. A.K.A. Mr. Mr. Magic. Man, this is the first first episode of 2022. Ah, oh, man, and we're we're down 23 episodes in 2021, and I'm excited to to keep things going into 2022. And you know, I, I was actually thinking before before earlier before we got on the podcast, I was I want to ask. I was like, I want to talk about. I want to ask you, Chris, and I also want to yep. share. Like, what are you excited about in 2022? Like, what? You know, of course, like last last week we were talking like goal setting and, and yeah. you know, you have some powerlifting goals, you know, but like, you know, what are you looking forward to, man? Like what what kind of things, what kind of growth opportunities came up for you? You know, I think definitely uh this podcast is what's top of mind for me, this platform, this opportunity to speak to the world and share our views and share our experiences is very important. You know, it's funny we talk about to talk to talk about this and we, it's funny to think about time and and what time is and how we've as a society as humans constructed time and why we need time and i'm just sometimes i sit like in today's meditation i sat and i sat in a place where there was no time and what what did that mean and what and what kept on coming up for me is just it's just work so when without time, all I can do is work. Time becomes a constraint, right? So, you know, I think of, oh, new year, new me, all that jazz that, that we always hear. That bullshit. For me, it's how much more work do I need to put in to achieve what I need to achieve? So no longer are the time, the other, other, other days where I'm like, oh, What's my five-year plan? What's my two-year plan? What's my six-month? I don't care about that. I care about how much work I'm putting in. And so to you, to the world, that may equate to eight years, or it may equate to five years. But to thrive in a timeless realm, there's something about that that's worth, that's worth exploring because it allows, it allows me to work. It allows me to work at my highest potential because now I'm no longer, I'm no longer dealing with time. So my answer to the question is I'm just, I want to put in more work, more effort into this podcast and see what happens. I love that, man. That was a really cool answer. I knew too, when I asked that, I was like, I know Chris is going to come at me with some, come at us with some really, really cool answer. (laughs) And I literally, I literally, so when I sat down in my meditation prior to this, I probably should do that more before I do important things. I should probably just meditate because I get some really good answers (laughs) to things. That's exactly what came up for me. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's beautiful, man. I think, you know, Eckhart Tolle, I I forget exactly how he puts it, but he talks about how there's psychological time and Mm -hmm. then there's, which is essentially like what humans have created, like psychological time. And that's what creates stress and creates Mm -hmm. uh, anxiety and all these other issues because it's like we're all focused on all the time. And 
Mm-hmm. This and that. And then there's, I forget what the other one is. Let me actually, hold on one sec. I know, I, I, yeah, I know, I know exactly. And maybe I subconsciously just, because I, I read A New Earth. Is it A New Earth? Yes, A New Earth. Yeah, yep. I read A New Earth and I think that was in A New Earth. And I think that's what subconsciously just came up in my meditation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Forget psychological time. I don't care about psychological time. I want to know how much work I need to put in and how much more work I need to put in. So mm-hmm. like I was saying to the outside world that may look, that may equate to five years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But for us, right. Psychological time wasn't included. So it was a pure experience, right. That wasn't tainted with stress and all the heavyweight that time, psychological yes. time drops on us. Yes. I actually found it right here. So it's psychological time and clock time. Yeah. So clock time is used for practical purposes, like making appointments, learning from the past, setting goals and predicting planning for the future. Clock Mm -hmm. time is always tied to impacting how you act in the now. So when you set and pursue goals in clock time, you are present and in touch with your true self, meaning that you know that you are already whole and complete. With this knowledge, you will not be focused on the goal that you don't experience the journey, nor will you be paralyzed by fear of failure. So on the other hand, psychological time is the preoccupation with past and future in a non-productive way, Mm. like playing over and over in your head a conversation you had with your spouse or stressing about whether you will be considered for a promotion. Psychological time takes over your thoughts and pulls your attention away from the present. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think so. It sounds like what kind of what you were saying was kind of like clock time. Like clock you're, time. You're, yeah. you're, in, you're in clock time where it's like you can be in the now. Yeah. And, and work on whatever it is. You need to work on it. And you're not, <laughs> you you're not, you're not bounded by this, the, the, the time construct. Yeah. Like I need to get this done in right. two years. Like I yeah, have to right. get it done in two years. Right. Just like, why do you have to get it done in two years? Yeah. Right. And it's one thing, it's one thing that if it's like, it's a goal, like I want to achieve this thing within like by whatever day, like, you know, for example, perfect example. And I keep using this a lot, I find, but I'm running my marathon on May 21st and that's like, okay, that's six months away. So I have to train for that, but there's no point in me stressing about and getting into psychological time and being stressed about like, oh, the marathon or, oh, my training, it's like, no, right now I'm tra- right now I'm resting. My body's recovering mm-hmm. tomorrow on clock time. I have a run in the morning and, yeah. and I'm going to get my run done. And it's yeah. like, and that's, that's like, I feel like relating to you saying, putting in the work, that's the work, that's the building for yeah. that event. And the psychological time is what would take me into that fear, take me into that anxiety and the worrying that takes us out of the present the moment. Present time. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yes. It's, it's really, it's really interesting and it's really cool because I feel like when when we can like conceptualize that, it's almost like that's kind of like the start of being able to just be in the now, being able to be more present. And yeah, you know, I feel like, yeah, that's that's it, man. And I feel like I've I've recently kind of had that realization of like, you know, I I like we talked last week, I I value so much goal setting. Like I love going into each year with having new goals and new things that I want to work on. But I also have things that like in the moment, 
I'm working on because it's the things that we're working on right now that make the difference. You know, it's in this moment when we have situations that come up in our lives or, you know, again, training, when we look at taking it back to, I, I, it's so cool, man, how I feel like how much correlation there is to like physical health and then Mm -hmm. into mental, emotional, spiritual health, because it's like, you know, when you look at training, it's like when you're in the moment, there's pain, there's discomfort, Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's pain and discomfort, there's sweat, there's blood, there's tears, yeah. you know, and it's like, and I'm not even just, it's funny because I'm not even just saying like blood, sweat, tears, like there's literally sweat, there's literally blood. Like I can't even tell you how many times, like, ah, uh, my, maybe not my hands, but like I used to, when I was deadlifting, dude, I used to grind the shit out of the bar on my shins. shins. My yeah. shins used to bleed. And man, I've, I've cried quite a few times with training. <laughs> You know, I go, I go back to the, to there are a couple of times when I've been running and, and I, I, I break down or, or when I'm mm. lifting and I have a lift and I'm just like, you know, yesterday, actually I was, or two days ago I was lifting and I, sometimes I'll listen to books while I lift and I was getting emotional listening to David Goggins talk and, you know, just talk about his life. And I started thinking about my life and I started mm. thinking about like, just how grateful, just how grateful I am. And yeah. You know, it literally brought tears to me. And mm-hmm. I, I've cried a bunch of different times during weight weightlifting sessions, you know, because I have these breakthroughs or I have these, yeah. you know, like on those runs where I shared in the past where I had that one run where I had finished it. I had I had hit a loop that, you know, a couple of weeks prior, I, I failed. Like I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. I did it. And, and and even though it was so small, it was such a small little win, you know, like not even a big loop, nothing crazy. But like, for me, it was like, I fucking overcame an obstacle that I didn't think I could. And it's like, in that moment, there's so much beauty. And it's like, man, I kind of going off on a rabbit hole there, but kind of bad, (laughs) kind of bad. There's there's a lot to say about that. The, there's the, there's the physical, and then there's like this mental, emotional attachment that, 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 that happens when you're, when you're in that moment, right? When you're running or lifting and something happens and your response and your response to it. And that usually tells me that the person is, is into it. They're in their flow state, right? They're present. They're, they're here. They're, they're feeling, they're feeling exactly what they need to be feeling at the moment. I think too many times we shy away from, from those emotional breakthroughs because it's soft. It's not something that society has deemed like, yo, that that's that's what needs to be popping at the <laughs> at the at the gym or the the track or the or the or whatever. But I think the greatest athletes go through those moments. So bravo to you, player. Thank you, man. Thank you. And I, I feel like those moments are what carries over into life. And and yeah. you know, we've we've talked about this before too. It's like that that discomfort and that pain in training, in weight training can carry over into our life because yeah. life can be fucking painful, man. We, we mm-hmm. go through shit. We go yeah. through shit. I feel like there's like a mentality that's built through training that, yeah. that can, can really help, can really help us if we allow it to, you know, yeah. because it's not, not everybody's going to experience it that way. Yeah. Not we, everybody's. We got We got to learn. I've learned. I'll use myself as, as the example, the acceptance of the suffering. Right. So I no longer fight the suffering. Right. I thought, you know, fighting the pain was the way to go. Right. But it's not because pain and suffering is inevitable. It's always going to be there. It's never going to go away. So 
So that's a battle that I will always lose if I if I consistently try to fight it. Mm-hmm. And it'll just wear me out. That's all it does. It just wears you out. It's like being in a ring with someone that's bigger than you. If they just lean on you the whole time, no matter how skilled you are, that's that weight, that size is just gonna just gonna wear you out. And then it's just like one <laughs> one hit and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But once we come to the realization that okay, this thing is gonna is gonna is gonna wear me down. So now now that I've accepted that, now I can get smarter, right? And and get smarter is is approaching and accepting the pain with some, with a little bit of love, with a little bit of compassion, mm. and we get to experience what you experience. Mm. You know, yeah, man. Because it's like being able to accept it is almost like how do I want to put it. Like you know, you're you're in a, a training session, you're someone's, or like I'm in a training session, I'm working out, and I'm like you know, you grinded through those reps or like, you know, like perfect example, like some of my runs, it's like, I know that this is going to suck. Like this is going to fucking suck, you know, running 10 plus miles. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, to a certain extent, but what happens is knowing, okay, I know this is okay, cool. So what am I going to do about it? I'm going to embrace it. And I know it's going to be painful and I know it's going to push me to my limits, but I'm going to accept that and I'm just going to work. I'm going to work through it. Run, I'm going to work right through it. Yeah. Run right through it, work through the pain. And it's like, it's the same, same thing when it comes to life. Like I yeah. feel like all life challenges that have come up for me, just, I would say, you know, in the last couple of years, like when I think of how I've been able to work through it, it's like just that, just knowing like, okay, this is going to be hard, but like, I'm going to just come at it full force and just do what I can. Because once we accept it, it's like, okay, so how am, now, how am I going to go about getting through this? Yeah. It's like, sometimes it's not even the how it's more so like, you know, what steps am I going to take? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's kind of like that, that idea of, I feel like with, with goal setting, you know, kind of coming a little full circle here. It's like when we have a goal for something, any kind of goal, it's like knowing, okay, this is what I want to achieve. What are some steps that I can take to get there? Yeah. Okay. I can implement training plan. I can implement a food plan or I can implement, I want to start a business. I can start implementing, you know, an hour a day working on this one thing. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step. And it's not so much anymore. It becomes less about, Oh fuck. Like, I think a lot of people think like, how am I going to get there? It's not about the how it's about what you're doing what you're again doing in the right clock now. time right now. in order to get there because the how is just going to happen. It's just going to happen when there's enough intention. You know, it's kind of like, like people talk about, I feel like the law of attraction and all this stuff has become so mainstream. And I think it's Mm -hmm. great because I think it exposes a lot of people to the idea that like, oh, we can achieve anything we want, which I do also believe that. But I think there's, there's a piece that gets really left out and misconstrued. It's like the work that goes into that. Cause we can't just like make vision boards and make these goals and then just like think it's going to come to us. Like it takes work. It takes yeah. going through that pain. It takes getting uncomfortable. It takes, you know, going through some, some shit. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think accepting that allows us to have, like you were saying, like, you know, rather than being like my two year, my five year being like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my intention. And I'm going to make these steps. It's, it's going to happen. I feel like it, it, to me, it's like a universal law. Like it's like when the intention is there and the steps are being made and collectively it's being yeah. put out, it's, it's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a formula, right? If you, you have a goal, right? The work that you put in equals the goal. And it also, it, it kind of, the amount of work that goes in 
equals the amount of the goal that you achieve. So if you put in 70%, you're going to get 70%. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so so it's like, so I feel like, you know, lately I, I've been, I've been thinking more to myself, like, how can I show up more? How can I show up better? Just like in all areas of my life, all aspects of my life. And it's like, you know, to me, it's like, okay, like more discomfort, more exploring myself, figuring out like, you know, figuring out my weak areas, figuring out these areas where I can grow. And, you know, I've been thinking lately, you know, going, going into the new year, like I was saying, I always like to have goals and stuff going into the new year, but I've just been thinking about like, you know, like this year going into 2022, like, like, what do I really want? And it's like, you know, I've, I've built a lot of habits over these last years, you know, health wise and in other areas of my life, just small practices, implementing small things. And it's like, you know, that's helped sharpen the sword. But now I'm like, okay, I want to really like, you know, especially for me, spiritually and emotionally, Mm -hmm. mentally, I feel like going into this new year, just right now, really, it's like right now I'm already working on it, but like, it's just this idea that, oh, cool. Like going into the new year, I I have an opportunity now to kind of like put in these, these new intentions. And I feel like a lot of that has all stemmed from health, starting with health, starting with fitness, starting with, with exercise and building the habits around that. And, you know, I wanted to ask you like, how important to you is your training? You know, like you do a lot of powerlifting, you know, but like, I know you've mentioned like in the past, like at some point, you know, who knows, you might give it up, but like right now that's not give it up, but you might do yoga or you might, you know, you don't know where you, you don't know where it's going to go. Evolution, right? Yeah. But do you feel like your training and exercise to you is like a non-negotiable? Like, even if you were to like go, you know, maybe you do, you start teaching yoga and doing yoga. Like, do you Mm -hmm. think that you will always keep like some form of routine with, with strength training involved? Absolutely. I personally, I need it. I I think it's, it's good for me. It's good for my energy because without it, I, I feel, I feel a little different without it. I'm, I'm not balanced. So I think it's, for me, it's important. Right. But here's the thing, right? There are people out there that they play the piano and they get the, they get the same energy that I get from that. Right. So, I, so, you know, it's whatever allows you to be balanced physically, mentally, and spiritually, you should incorporate that to your daily life. It's playing the flute, whatever it is, whatever it is, that's going to keep you healthy. You should do it. One of those things for me is, is strength training. Right. Now, would you say like, I'll start like this. I mm-hmm. would say that I think to some extent, every single person should do some form of exercise, like physical exercise. Yes. It's, yeah. it's, it's a part of human nature. Yes. You know what I mean, it's like, yes. so for me, it's like, and of course there's health benefits. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's not always about just getting jacked and aesthetically looking good. It's yeah, more yeah. so like just movement. And I feel like I always tell clients like, especially clients who kind of like aren't really taking it super serious. They're more like, I yeah. just want to get healthy. If you can consistently do like some strength training, like twice a week, you know, and then have some activity, the other, like, you know, because again, you were saying it's good for your energy. I feel like, you know, in a sense too, it's like a balance of the, it's kind of like more a masculine energy because it's a doing, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And, And not to say that like, oh, like females, like, it's just like that, that, that energy of like doing you know, mm-hmm. where also the resting and the restorative stuff is, is more the feminine energy, which is also important, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, 
So that's where I was going to say was like, do you feel that like everybody to some extent should be doing some form yeah. of strength training exercise? Yeah, you got you, the the blood has to flow some some way somehow, right? You know, it has it has to get from one part of your body to another to the other, right? <laughs> yeah. And if it's moving too slow, I think some bad things happen. Yeah. Right. Or my so doctors or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some bad <laughs> things happen. Um, but if it's moving at a normal pace, then I think you're in you're in a good you're in a good place. And yeah, that's where exercise and strength training yeah. comes into play. Yeah. So even like, going out for a walk or a nice little brisk jog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like you said, it balance. Like it's like yeah. it's like it's like that balance, like you know, like that whatever that one thing is that that helps to restore that, that balance too. And um, I feel like for me, like exercise and strength training is one of those things for me, but also too, there's, there's other things that I enjoy doing as well that are just like more relaxation things. But like, I feel like for me, exercise has helped sharpen me in all the other areas of my life, especially when I began letting go of the egoic part of yeah. working out. And I mean, I'm, I'm still working through that big time, but <laughs> like letting go of that and using it as a tool, like we've talked about of getting uncomfortable of pushing ourselves to our limits, because that stuff also helps build confidence. And that yeah. confidence that's built carries into our jobs, it carries into our relationships, it carries into our partnerships, it carries into, it's not just confidence. It's just, again, back full circle, the building that like that resilience that resilience how, how do you feel <laughs> it's crazy this, this is i don't know if we talked about this before this podcast but how do you feel about the whole notion of of like iron therapy and i saw something the other day it was like a commercial something um and it was it was a dude he was at the gym and camera like panned to him and and like underneath was like some words and it was like like it was something about like i'm at you can see you can see the pain in me because i'm at the gym or something something that had to do with like all the pain that this person goes through is the reason why they're at the gym or something something of that nature around iron therapy and the gym being <laughs> a therapeutic place, and, and so and so on and so forth. Like, what what are your thoughts on that? Let's, let's open up twenty twenty two. The bang, <laughs> you know. So this is what I say. This is my perspective on it, and I, I'm excited to hear your perspective. I think the gym and exercise has helped get me through a lot. It's helped. You know, there's been times where. I may be in my in my head, I may be stressed out about something and I feel like I just had to move my body. I had to I had to get in and and pump it out, you know, get 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 some get some work in and and almost like for me it's like kind of taking my mind off of that and mm-hmm. be, and putting myself in a healthy space in a place that's helping me get better in some way in my life. I think that it can be therapeutic in that way of helping us to make changes to again i feel like i'm i'm kind of just falling back on what i was just saying but getting us into that place of discomfort and, and mm, growth mm-hmm. you know because i know as as a good example like me doing work with a therapist it's like put me in a lot of situations where i felt really uncomfortable where i had to be really authentic and mm-hmm. 
vulnerable and open up and, and be uncomfortable. And that, that creates growth. So I feel like in that sense, and that's therapy in itself. So I feel like it can be therapeutic in that way. Personally, I don't think it's an end all be all <laughs> for, you know, people being like, this is what I use to, you know, uh, yeah. deal through all my pain. Like, and I don't think that that's a good message to send because that's what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I was saying, like, I think it's a good catalyst. I think it's a really yeah. good catalyst for that. It, it's helped me through a lot. And again, it's helped keep my mind sharp. So mm-hmm. when I am going through shit, Number one, it can be an outlet. It can be a place, a healthy place for me to to go through pain and and, and grow and feel good. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that hasn't been my outlet for every single issue that I've gone through in my life, like avoiding trauma. Like I think a perfect unhealthy example would be like a hyper masculine man trying to become more masculine through the gym and mm. working through their insecurity and their pain to you know, grow muscle to build this like body armor. Like, I don't think that that's healthy. That's a very unhealthy approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you, what would you say? Chris, so, <laughs> Christopher. Christopher, I agree with you that it is one of the many forms that we can use to help ourselves. Now, I always speak from my experience. I don't speak for anyone, but me. So I can tell you that me finding therapy in the gym, me finding the answers in the gym about me ain't going to happen. And it never did happen, right? Because what I used to do is, and I used to say this all the time, I'm going to use X or Y that happened to me. And I'm going to use that as fuel to get me through this workout and so on and so forth. The question becomes, what happens when you no longer have fuel? It was great when I was in full-blown addiction. Because I always had stuff, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had I had gasoline for days, but I no longer have fuel today. So what? Do I not go to the gym anymore? So there's a certain point where we where I have to stop grasping at external things, right? AKA the gym to make me feel better. What it comes down to, yeah, gyms are nice. I love gyms. I'm gonna open up a gym, but please do not use my gym as the place where the place where you are going to use it as as an answer to all of your questions or as a punching bag to get answers to your questions because the only way you're going to find the answers to your questions is you sit down with a professional and work through your internal your internal struggles the yeah. gym is a place of growth now if you come to me and say hey chris i want to grow i want to flourish i want to I want to be the best version of myself. Hell yeah, my doors are open to you. Yeah. Because the energy that you're going to bring into that space is going to be so contagious. Mm-hmm. And you're actually going to help people. But when we come in, and I used to do this all the time, I come in and I'm smashing weights and I'm screaming and I'm this. And, and it's all coming from a place where I'm where it's anger and it's, and it's, and it's all this stuff that I've, that I've brought in there. That energy doesn't help. Sometimes it, it actually scares people. It actually pushes them away. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, would you say like, you know, someone comes to you and say, Hey man, like, let me put it like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone, you think back to like where you grew up and what, mm-hmm. what people go through living in that, mm-hmm. that environment. Yeah. And so these kids come to you and they say, Hey man, like I'm really going through some shit at home and it's really bad right now. Like I need, 
like, don't you feel like that would be, it's like, yeah, come to the gym. Like, let's, let's start working. Let's start working through, you know, just using it as, as a, uh, a place of, uh, building, building some form of structure or building some form of, I'm trying to find the right word. Are you picking up what I'm saying? I'm I'm with you. And my vision, right. What I see is there's a, there's a divide, right? So if that kid that comes to me and says, Hey man, I'm, I'm, my mom is doped out. My dad is not in my life and so on and so forth. And I want to, and I want to excel at my sport, right? That's two things that's happening there. There's two things that's happening. There's someone that's dealing with with issues at home and it's affecting them mentally, right? That should not play into that kids or grownups or adults, whatever they're trying to do physically, because what happens when that's no longer there? What happens when their situation changes, right? That's the question that that's the question. What happens when the situation changes and you don't have that fuel anymore? Mm. What are you going to do? Right? So for me, it's, hey, all right, let's sit down and we talk about it and we figure it out so that when you go into the gym, it's you're burning pure, clean energy. Yeah. I call that other energy. That's that's that unskillful energy. Right. Is that dirty smoke? You yeah. know, it's bad. Yeah. Just kind of like that negative energy. That's just like, yeah, you know, I feel like, too, I, I wanted to say this, like what you just brought up is also on the contrary of somebody is using the gym and working out and exercise as their only outlet. Yes. What happens when you get injured? What happens when you yes. become so identified and use something so much that now it's taken away from you that it's like, now what do I do? Where do you now? land? Where do I land? And and of course there's, oh, well, I'll find something to do. You know, you get an injury, there's ways to work around things, but it's like, I know that I've gone through injuries because I use the gym in such an unhealthy way for so long. And I, I was talking about this last week where I used it. It stemmed from, for me through insecurity. Yep. And like for so long, my energy around working out was because of insecurity. And I almost, it was like, I needed the gym in order to in strength training and, and making gains and getting bigger and getting stronger. I needed that. I'm using quotations with my fingers here, folks. <laughs> I needed that to make myself feel fulfilled, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I got injured and I had all these fucking injuries, nagging injuries that I had to stop working out, literally stop three months, did not touch a weight. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, who am I? Like, wh- what am I without the gym? What am I without yeah. this? Like, this is what this this thing i've been so attached to that was bringing me like this false this false sense of identity and now it's gone and now it's like who am i without that so it's mm-hmm. like i feel like now at this point in my life like it's something that i just value i value my health i value the yeah. the, the mentality that comes along with it yeah. and the growth that comes along with it but it's like if we use it as a crutch for something that's when it starts getting bad because almost yeah. it's just it's almost the same idea as freaking uh, in a sense you know using drugs or using yeah. pornography or using yeah. whatever it's like just using something as a crutch and yeah. that's when it becomes unhealthy i would say as a, yeah as a crutch to face what's actually happening so yeah the gym is not your place of therapy yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tool Yes. To to allow you to explore who you are. Right. And exactly. And it's it's important to explore who you are, especially 
in this day and age with social media and all of the access that we have to information where we're not allowed to explore ourselves because we can actually dive right into someone else's life and live their life for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Which is yeah. creepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, go with that being said, you know, going into 2022, you know, my, my recommendation to people would be, you know, if you're going to be, you have some health goals and some, some other goals, you know, number one, I would say, don't just save stuff for the new year. You know, I, I think that that's, you know, to me, I find like when people are like, oh, I'm just waiting to the new year to start. I think that Mm -hmm. in a sense is kind of silly. It's like, let's start now. Let's start implementing. Like, what, what is it that you want? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because if it's like, oh, I'm going to wait till then and then I'll start and then this and that, it just sets up for a cycle. It's like, no, like, let's make some changes (laughs) now. I love I'll wait till after the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, you know, I I feel like in in this is a whole nother rabbit hole we'll have to save for another episode. But I feel like that mentality of waiting Mm -hmm. and being like, you know, I've heard people say like back in November, I'm just going to, I'm waiting till the new year. Once the new year comes, that's when I'm going to start. And that's almost like that, that attitude of like, once this thing happens, I'll be happy. When, yeah. when, when I get here, that's when I know I'll find happiness. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. Like we got to start implementing, in my opinion, we got to start implementing things. Now you want happiness. We got to work on that. Now you want to be healthy. We got to start implementing now because yeah. then it's like, then, then what is even your goal? You know what I mean? Like if you're willing to push something off, like, do you really even want it that bad? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. And that's and, a whole whole thing in itself too. But you know, One piece of advice that I would give you all is start doing the self-work that's needed before you even write down any goals. Find out who you are. Explore. Figure it out. Sit down. Close your eyes. Meditate. You'll you'll probably get some answers. Check in, man. Oh, man. my One of my really, really good friends who I'm really excited to have him on this podcast. We got to get him on. We've been talking about it for a while. Paul, Dr. Paul Paez. Uh, my, one of the greatest guys I know we were chatting yesterday and, you know, he, he had said to me, we were voice messaging. He said something like, like, he was like, I want to invite you to try this exercise that I, I like to do with myself and even just in other relationships, but it's to check in, in the moment, in like, in this moment, check in with yourself physically. How mm-hmm. are you feeling physically? What's going on within your body mm-hmm. currently? Um, you know, are you tight? Are there any you know, a stress, how are you feeling mentally, spiritually, emotionally? So going down, all checking in with mm-hmm. ourselves and then asking the question, what do I need right now? And what are, what are some things that I want right now? You know, because mm-hmm. wants and needs are, are, I think are a little bit different, you know, needs are like, needs would be like food, shelter, water, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but then also too, like there's emotional needs and physical yeah. needs. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of something that like, oh yeah, I feel like I've, I've done that through different meditation practices. It's like checking mm-hmm. in with ourselves. Like, how's the body feeling? Oh, breathe into that area. I'm feeling a little mm-hmm. tense, a little anxiety, but you know, I did that and I, I feel like, and then I was able to share with him, you know, Hey, this is how I'm feeling on all these areas. It felt so good. I feel like that, that in itself is like bringing presence to, okay. Oh damn. This is how I'm feeling physically right now. Like, what do I yeah. need? I yeah. need rest man, I'm feeling fucking lethargic. I'm feeling, I'm, you know, uh, 
super brain foggy. I need some exercise. I need yeah. some good food. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I feel like that's the honest, being honest with ourselves. Like, where are we at? And yeah. it was like, you know, physically, um, I was feeling exhausted. Mentally, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good, but emotionally, I feel drained, you know? So it's like all these mm-hmm. things, it's like going yeah. through that and, and finding that. And I feel like that can bring happiness in itself to yeah. daily life. Yeah. And it'll, it'll help formulate, it'll help put some structure around your goals because now you're aligned to your goals. That's pretty dangerous when you could be mentally and physically, spiritually aligned to the things that you, that you're looking, that you're looking for. Right. And it makes it, it makes it personal. Yes. And I feel like that's what is important is doing these things for ourselves. And that's not easy. That's not, that's not, dude, it is not, it's not always easy to say, these are the things that I need. Cause sometimes that, that means giving up, sacrificing things, sacrificing yeah. friendships, sacrificing relationships, sacrificing time. You know, I was just having a conversation with a client who's like, he's, he's going to the gym at the, at nighttime after work, mm. he works seven to five Monday to Friday, mm. sometimes Saturdays, he's going to the gym four days a week after work, but he, he goes home after work and doesn't go to the gym till like eight 30. So he's like, mm. you know, four nights a week, it's kind of, he expressed it as it's daunting to me. Like I come home, I eat, then I wait and then I go to the gym and I'm like, well, why don't you just, what are your thoughts on going before like yeah. work? Like, why oh man, I don't want to get up. I don't know if I want to get up early, you know, like that to me. And it's just like, it's like, well, listen, man, like what, what do you prefer? What do you want? Do you want the daunting fact that every day after work, you gotta, you know, you don't go to the gym till eight 30, or do you want to just sacrifice an hour of sleep? Yeah. To just go to bed an hour earlier and wake up an hour earlier yeah. so that you can get your workout out done earlier it's like you know when when we become honest with ourselves sometimes it's like damn we have to make sacrifices we have to be like well shit like i don't want to get up earlier but it's going to make my quality of life better so you know yeah yeah, might as well make that sacrifice and eventually it doesn't become a sacrifice eventually it becomes a part of your life awesomeness (laughs) it becomes a part of a part of who you are you know bang I, I wish everybody a happy first week of 2022. If you are starting on your health journey, you know, starting this week and getting things right, just remember to to make whatever it is realistic. Again, check in with yourself, and you know, all these fad diets and fad exercise programs and all this stuff. Like to me, like uh, it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's like <laughs> we got to figure out what's going to really, really work yeah. for us and what yeah. we want. What do we want? And you got to figure out what you want first. And then from there, then you can say, okay, this is realistic for me because you go out doing shit. That's not going to be sustainable. It's going to be failure. And then when you keep failing and not, because what I think happens for people is they fail and then fail in the sense of like, they have these health goals, they go out way too hard and they stop. And then it's like, they're off the wagon. And then that failure sits with them. And then they don't want to go again because the fear of failure is such a real thing. So then it's like, it's easier to just avoid the idea of having to go back through that pain and suffering. Yeah. And so be realistic, uh, you know, be sustainable, reach out to Chris or I, you know, Chris is a phenomenal coach, knows what he's talking about. He's a great man. You know, I, I like to think I know what I'm talking about when it comes to health. <laughs> who knows who am I? <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah. Any closing arguments for you? Yeah, no, just one quick thing. So I'm reading a book called The Five Rings. It's about a very well-respected swordsman. 
And there is, so he, he wrote five scrolls and to introduce the scrolls, he has these rules for practicing the way, the way of swordsmanship. And they go, they go a little something like this, make your thinking free from evil, train diligently in the way, become familiar with all the arts, understand the ways of all professions and all things discern profit from loss, learn to evaluate everything, realize and understand that which cannot be seen. Notice even the slightest thing. Don't do things that serve no purpose. One line that I want to focus on is, and all things discern profit from loss. As Jake said, we all, we're, we're all going to go through failures in our lives. It's, it's inevitable. The way we actually win, guys, is when we can discern profit from loss. When we can recognize the profit from the failure. So then the failure no longer becomes a failure. The failure becomes something that you've gained. So as you're marching through this year, know that there will be failures, but there is an opportunity to profit from those failures. I, and, and, and to add to that, right. I feel like to grow with failure, there's growth. And then yes. hopefully with that failure, there's some drive to want to get better and succeed. And whatever that failure was, you know, for me, like that run, I said, I failed on, or, or, you know, maybe for some people it's a PR, you know, you know, those reps, you're like, you, how many times I've gone for a bench or a deadlift PR. And it's like, (laughs) the shit doesn't move. (laughs) It's like, let that be fuel. Okay. It's back to the drawing board. It's, 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 it's a profit, man. I love that. That was really cool. Yeah. I, I, people love you all. (laughs) Love you. Thank you for listening.